Hello, and welcome to the podcast, This Thing Called Grief, Navigating Life After Loss. I'm your host, Lori Peters. For each episode, I bring my personal and professional experience as a veteran griever and licensed counselor to have meaningful and authentic talks about grief, loss, and life in the wake. I'll be exploring many facets of grief and not sugarcoating anything that I discover. My goal here is to create a safe space to acknowledge, share, and be inspired. I look forward to starting this journey with you. Hello, this is Lori Peters, and you're listening to This Thing Called Grief. On today's episode, I'll be talking about the emotional seesaw you can ride when you're grieving, especially during the holidays. This episode is part of a mini-series I'm doing on holidays and grief. So, emotions. Yes, I'm going to talk about feelings. And in grief, there's a wide range of them. Not all of us experience the same feelings, and not all of us experience them at the same intensity. Grief is an individual process. What makes this a seesaw, the emotional seesaw that I've called this episode, is the ups and downs you experience as you go through those feelings. And they're made all the more intense because of the associations you have with the holiday season. What I'm trying to say here is that the highs and lows you feel can be more acute at holiday time. The holiday themes of love and togetherness can intensify the feelings of sadness, loss, regret, guilt, disappointment, and many other emotions. It can also stir up anger and a sense of injustice. Like, how is it fair that others have their loved ones with them and you don't. I think it's fair to say that whatever feeling you have right now as you go through the holiday season probably has been amplified a hundred or even a thousand percent. So why the emotional seesaw? Why, why do we go up and down with this? Well, this is just my thought. Um, you may have heard about this elsewhere, but this is just my opinion. I think it's because of triggers, those triggers, those unexpected reminders that your person is no longer here and you will never, ever share moments in this world with them again. The finality of it, it's so stark and surreal and just all around weird. And with triggers, You just never know what's going to set you off. And that makes the feeling when it comes all the more intense because you don't expect it. You can't see when a trigger is coming. So it brings up all those associated feelings with dealing with the unknown, the uncertainty, the sheer surprise of it. You could be having a good day. You're at the top of that seesaw, if you want to imagine that. You feel like you're flying. You know, you're at the very top of the seesaw, you can feel the air, the sun's beaming down on you, you feel great. And for a moment, life feels okay. Then suddenly, 
you're slammed back to the ground because you see or you hear or you smell something or you have a thought that takes you right back to when your person died or to a memory that you have of them. That seesaw slams back to the ground and now you're back into your world, the emotional seesaw. For me, to be honest, the entire Christmas season is one long seesaw. It's one long trigger. For one Christmas, I was in the early months of grief after my first baby died, and I found myself unexpectedly pregnant again. I remember that holiday as a time of immense worry and fear because I was afraid of losing another baby. Then, right after the holiday, a few years later, I did lose another baby. And then I lost my dad right after the holiday season, a few years later. His last Christmas was spent in the hospital. And I associate dad with the holiday because he was Mr. Christmas. It was his favorite holiday and he was at his happiest at that time. Because of all of that, I have to take special action to handle the holiday season because if I don't, I could spend it in a really, really low and dangerous place for me. It's gotten to be really, really hard work for me to navigate the tension of emotional experiences that I have during this time of year. It can be a joyful time, but it's also one of great sadness for me. So when the seesaw hits, how do you handle it? What has helped you? I mentioned a few things that have helped me in a previous episode. Um, I've mentioned prayer, self-care, facing the feelings, which while tremendously hard is necessary. And then later on, I've mentioned writing. You need to find what works for you and try to stick with it. It will feel uncomfortable at first, and your inclination will be that, nope, I'm not going to do it. It's just too hard. You won't want to do it. But I can tell you that if you keep at it, if you be consistent, that is the key to this whole grief process. Keep going. Keep taking one day at a time and keep facing whatever comes up because the only way through this whole thing called grief is by actually going through it. How are you hearing this so far? Is any of this landing for you? If this resonates, I really would love to hear from you. So you can send me feedback by leaving a review or a comment on whichever podcast platform you're using or you can send me an email to starfishcounseling4gl at gmail.com. That's starfishcounseling4gl at gmail.com. I'll put that address in the notes for you as well. So that's a wrap for this episode. The next episode in this holiday mini series is the last one. And I'll be talking about taking time for introspection. I think the timing of this will be appropriate because the episode will drop on nearly the last day of the year. So I hope you'll listen at that time. 
Until next time, keep going, keep doing what you can, and keep taking care of yourself.